Hey guys, I'm Trey of All Sports Best. Just want to say thank you so much for always showing that love and support, whether it's on our radio show, the podcast, events, the live broadcast, whatever it is, we always do appreciate it. You can find us for more content on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. But without further ado, I'm going to dive into one of the special players on this caveman number one seeded baseball team. I had a chance to work with him personally as a coach and just kind of like as a friend along the way. And, and I have just been super impressed with how far Grant Harville has come in his journey. But regardless, here's our interview with Grant Harville. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. I'm Trey Gonzalez, your host, and today I have a very special guest on, first baseman, left-handed pitcher, Grant Harville, a senior on the Carlsbad Caveman baseball team and the number one-seeded Caveman baseball team. Grant, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Thank you for asking. Uh, I got a lot to unpack here. Number one, the number one seed. That's huge. We've got uh, you starting at first base or you're starting on the mound or you're just having some kind of impact on the game. And then of course you're signing to Ottawa university. We're going to get into all of that. But first I wanted to start off with just the fact that you guys were able to earn that number one seed. Uh, you guys are a very good team this year. I feel like you guys came together. You've clicked really well throughout the season, but was number one, a shock to you guys uh, when you guys, I don't think you, I think it was three was the last ranking that we had seen before the state tournament rankings came out. Right. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning of the season, you never really like think, Oh, one seeds where it's at. You're just kind of looking for a top seed, but we stuck it out. We worked really hard in the off season. We've been working hard this season and it, it just panned out. How did things change for you and the team since last year? Obviously, a coaching change and um, a little bit of personnel change. But, uh, yeah, what what was it that you felt was maybe something that was pivotal towards, you know, the success from last year to this year? I feel like it was just kind of the work ethic of the team. Last year it was kind of, like, nonchalant and lazy. This year it's, like, serious, like, our practices are like three to four hours long. We get everything done that we need to get done. Like hitting is a daily thing because you really got to work on that. And then we always um, put defense into our practices every day. So I feel like it was just the longer practices to focus on more things. Sure. And you personally, I, I was able to witness a lot of your growth from, you know, a year and a half ago to right now. And I noticed you worked your butt off this, you know, off season. And before that, is there something that you're most proud of, you know, in terms of what you improved on? Uh, honestly, probably hitting, hitting wasn't really a strong suit for me. Most of my baseball career and this year it's, it's really gone up a lot. So it's kind of nice to see the hard work pay off in that category. You lead the team in on-base percent. It's not just, you know, I got better. You know, you're leading the team in on-base percentage. I've seen it um, firsthand. It's not just, you know, base hits. It's walks. It's good long at-bats. It's just finding a way to hustle through. And to me, that's huge for a baseball team. Um, 
with you leading in that category, is that something that you think of when you get to the plate? Do you think, oh, I got to find a way to get on base because that, that percentage is there? Or is it just kind of like, you know what, I'm, I'm comfortable now because I know I belong here? Kind of the second part, but it's more like I just know the guy behind me is going to pick me up, so I don't have to hit a home run or something or, like, produce runs my own self. Like, if I get on base, I know the people behind me are going to get me in somehow. Sure. Absolutely. So with that being said, what is Grant Harville's role for the Cavemen this year? If you're from the outside looking in and you said, this is what Grant, this is what we need from Grant, this is what we expect from Grant, what would that be? Well, it really changed throughout the year. So like beginning of the year, I was told more relief pitching. And then as the stick got better throughout the year, it became playing first base, DHing. And then against Clovis, I got my first start of the season, did really well. So they continued to have more faith, and they gave me another start against Hobbs. So throughout the season, it's kind of evolved and gotten more branched out than sure. just relief pitching. Absolutely. No, that's that's definitely true. Who on the Cavemen team pushes you the most? Like maybe a teammate um, that you work out with or you know practice closely with that – kind of motivates you to get better i just feel like mac he um me and him play the same position at practice we practice together and he's one of those that's like balls to the wall like work hard all the time and i feel like he motivates me to i don't i don't want to necessarily like beat him out but like compete with him it would be the i guess the right thing to say yeah so you guys have this inner competition that makes you just kind of make each other better. I get it. So how have you and the cavemen prepared for the state tournament? You know, you, you finish out the season, you had a phenomenal, you personally had a phenomenal performance against Hobbs to clinch the district championship, which is a huge deal in Carlsbad. Everybody's looking forward to, are the cavemen going to win district this year? How's it going to be? Is this, you know, and you finish out the year that way maybe coming off of a high, how did you guys use that energy to go into your first round with El Dorado in a two of three series? And then, you know, even further than that. I mean, the way we look at it, like, yes, like these are state games and they matter a lot, but it's, it's still the same game, still the same game plan. We just got to go to practice, work hard, and we're going to let our game do the talking. Okay. I love to hear it. So I got to know some things from your regular season. How did you choose your walk-up? It's Kanye West. Can you run down the song and how that came about? Uh, I just kind of like Kanye's music, and I was kind of just kind of trying to find a song that was, I don't know, one that I liked from him. And I just was flipping through all of his music, and I found that one. It just kind of sounded good to me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, explain the arm sleeve. I got to know, uh, most guys, I'll just break it to you. Most guys, when they wear the arm sleeve, it's on the throwing arm. You wear the, your black throwing or your black arm sleeve on your non-dominant arm. What, how did that come about? How did you, how'd you start that? It's kind of a funny story. So like, um, we were in Clovis and, um, I think I was, playing first that game or something and they were like 
because I don't usually wear like eye black and stuff like that. But they're like, let us put all these accessories on you. It'll be funny. And Nolan <laughs> actually gave me that arm sleeve and I put it on and they said that, oh, you're going to do so good this game. And that game, I batted a thousand and um, actually hit my first home run of my high school career. So ever since then, they're like, you've got to wear the arm sleeve every game. Oh, that's mandatory. No doubt about it. Wow. that's What, what other accessories did they throw on you? Uh, let's see. I had two pairs of shades, one on the back of my head, one on the front of my head. During um, the game. Yes. I had eye black. <laughs> I had what else? A sliding mitt. It, like they were just being stupid, but it was funny. Wow. That, that is fun. I remember last year that you wore every chain on the team too. So you kind of almost became the, like the mannequin for the team. And then you had to get pulled in that next inning or something like that, right? Dur- during that game, we had to try and like, yeah, we cut were out these there like making the chains off me. <laughs> so you are not foreign funny. to the accessories. No, it, it was kind of a funny thing, but now that it's kind of like, I don't want to call it a superstition, but it, we just think of it as a funny thing. So I wear the accessories now. Last year, I don't, I'm not sure, but you, I don't believe you got to choose your number. This year, you ended up with number 19. How did you get the number? And um, I guess, what does it mean to you, if it means anything to you? Well, originally, because like, the number I like to go for is 27. That wasn't available. Okay. And then like, whenever I was younger, my number was nine, but that was like a smaller jersey. I think it was like a smaller or medium. Mm-hmm. So I saw that it was like 19. I was like, oh, it has the number nine in it, like nine means something to me so i just settled for 19 like 19 itself isn't special to me in any way but i don't know i just kind of like it now there you go okay very cool um all right so high school career you finished it out i mean you didn't finish it out we're still looking forward to a state championship and seeing how this all unfolds but you know you've gotten to the point you're a senior you're getting ready for graduation Um, earlier this year, you signed to Ottawa university, which is an exciting moment, very cool moment for you. Um, and of course the people around you, how did you decide on Ottawa university and how did that opportunity even kind of get presented to you? So there's this recruiting website, it's called NCSA and, um, they actually reached out to me via that, but it didn't, the relationship didn't start with that. I was actually at a tournament in arizona that it's specifically for exposure and stuff it's called the arizona fall classic Mm -hmm. and i had a really good pitching outing there i think i had like 11 or 12 strikeouts or something like that it was it was against a pretty good team so there was a bunch of scouts at that game and i remember he reached out to me and he goes we want to invite you out for a free workout so i was like well it couldn't hurt get my name out there a little bit more and uh went for the visit did my bullpen, all that stuff, you know, how like the combines kind of work. And um, mm-hmm. they pulled me aside afterwards and they said that they wanted to offer me. And of course it was a shock because that was my first offer that I had received. And um, well, after touring that day and everything, it just felt right to go with them. Okay. Very cool. I liked it. I, I like how they said, Hey, you want to come for a free workout? And you're like, okay, cool. And you had to drive. What was it like 15 hours? I think the drive was 13 hours. 13 hours. And it, it was a brutal ride because it was a one-day trip. Oh. We we drove up there in one day. We spent the night, and then we 
had our workout the next day, drove down to Wichita, and we stayed the night and then drove the rest of the way home wow. the next day. That's impressive. <laughs> so it was it was definitely a toll on the body. But and and I heard it it. I heard rumors you didn't drive even an hour back. I did not. You did not drive at all. You said it was your mother. Yeah, she's she's definitely my number one fan. She takes me wherever I need to go. She she's my biggest supporter, and I I really love her for that. And I just got to reiterate: thirteen hours up, thirteen hours back, and she drove the the entire time. Yeah, I was asking her if she wanted me to drive, <laughs> but she told me to just sit there in the driver in the passenger seat. So I was just watching movies the whole time. She is an absolute warrior for that. Exactly. That's amazing. Awesome. Okay, cool. So you're going to college and uh, to play baseball. What is it? Obviously, they saw your pitching outing. Are you going to try and still pursue first base um, or hitting, or are you just going to go over there and just enjoy the PO life? I'm like, I'll take it as it is. So, like, if they want me to do like a hitting workout and like work out at first, and if they like what they see, then obviously two way because that's what i want to do but if they're just thinking po then i'll roll with it it okay. doesn't really bother me sure what is it that you look forward to most about graduating uh i want to say no more schoolwork, but obviously that's going to come back in college yeah maybe just like leaving my hometown kind of like seeing more of the United States. Okay. Very cool. Grant, do you have a, a best memory or a favorite memory of baseball throughout your high school career that you'd like to share? Uh, it's not really a favorite memory, but it's just kind of like a cool stat, I guess you would call it. Um, the past three years, my first start of the season has been a no hitter. So that's kind of, unusual i guess i would say yeah that's pretty cool that's definitely something to be proud of and talk about i like that that's really cool and this year your no hitter came at the varsity level and it was a uh combined no hitter right with with another teammate yes sir yeah okay very cool so and that teammate was jeremiah dominguez yes yeah. um Maya's become our guy he he's kind of like a bridge player slash closer he's a He's very reliable to come in. He throws strikes, and he has some good secondary stuff. So I can always rely on him to come in after whoever's on the mound before him. What are you looking forward to most about heading up to Albuquerque and competing in the state tournament? Honestly, the experience. It's We've been hearing from our coaches since they've been there before, and nobody on our team's been there yet, but they've been telling us that it's – it's definitely going to be the funnest time of your life up there. So I'm going to hold them to it and I'm going to look forward to it. Just go play three good games and hopefully bring home a blue trophy. Absolutely. And I'm going to be up there to watch you guys. So I'm going to root you guys on, but of course we all, we want to wish you guys very best of luck. We see the cave girls are the number one seed. We want them to win a state championship. You guys are the number one seed. We want the same thing for you. Uh, Grant, the last question uh, for the podcast if you could give advice to your younger self what would you say probably don't don't stress out about the game just kind of take it as it is and enjoy it because it won't be around forever
Awesome. Thanks again, Grant. You guys go and have an incredible weekend in Albuquerque and uh, go kill it. All right. Thank you.